0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George grumbacher and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Miranda Marquette. Miranda, are you ready to do this?
1: Yes, let's do this.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Miranda is a freelance journalist and money expert. She's also a podcaster and business owner with extensive experience in long-term financial planning, beginning investing, running a home business, and tons of other stuff. I'm excited to have you on. Miranda, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Oh man. Yeah. So, (laughs) oh my gosh. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, you know, I'm a personal finance freelance writer. I write about money on the interwebs and uh, it's been a really great journey for me. I've been doing it for more than a decade. So in internet years, I'm ancient (laughs) And, and, uh, and it's, it's been a really great way to allow me to have flexibility in my lifestyle, to have freedom in how I do things, and to really kind of use my money, use my time the way I want to use it, uh, you know, to create create a life that um, I really enjoy and uh, that, you know, provides me with the things I need and want and whatever. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, yeah, so I live in Idaho. I, I'm lucky enough because you know, being able to write about money on online means I can live anywhere. And I do, I I live in Idaho. It's a really great low cost community. Um, my dollar goes much further here. And then of course, um, it gives me time to be with my son, having this freedom and flexibility. Um, you know, I'm a single mom and I have a teenage boy and it just gives me time to be able to focus on him. And we've been able to have some really cool adventures because of it.
0: Nice. I love it. Well, I think that 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 sentence that you used a minute ago, using time as you want to, is probably a pretty attractive thing to most people. We hear a lot about side hustles and retiring early and everything else. What do you think stops people from doing that though?
1: Well, uh, you mean like using the time the way they want or, or what do you mean?
0: Yeah, just, I mean, I think everybody sort of wants to do that, but Are they they have any idea how have they ever really thought about doing it? What what are the roadblocks that between here and there or maybe what are the steps that somebody needs to take to actually get there?
1: Yeah. So I think a lot of people look at, uh, you know, money and their financial resources and everything as something that they get from working for somebody else. And there's nothing wrong with working for somebody else. Um, I actually did the W-2 thing for two years. I worked remotely, which was nice. Um, uh, In between, I still did the freelancing and everything else, but I just had this opportunity to be uh, treated like a freelancer, but paid regularly. Um, And so there's nothing wrong inherently with that. Right. But a lot of the time, we just get caught up in the idea of, okay, well, I've got this. And that's the other reason why I was willing to work remotely for a W-2 was because I had the, I still had freedom and flexibility. And so we get caught up in this, well, I don't have time to do what I want because I have to work these eight or nine or 10 hours a day, right? You have this huge chunk of time and it's and it's prime time, right? It's, it's the time that yeah. you would use like to do other things. Uh, and so a lot of the time we, we say, oh, well, I don't have time to do that because I have to work because I have to make this money because, um, you know, I need to be able to put food on the table and I have to work to do that. And, uh, a lot of the time we don't start with, what do I want my life to look at look like? We start with, I've got to get a job to make money, Right and in a lot of ways that's true you you do have to find a way to bring in the money (laughs) you have Mm -hmm. to have financial resources but a lot of us don't start with what do I want my life to look like they start with I've got to get a job and if you start with well what do I want my life to look like then you can start taking steps to make that happen and you know you might not be able to you know wake up tomorrow and have everything be perfect and this is not like a magical solution you know and it's like, like imagine me like throwing glitter around like right. um, it's, it's not magical but if you start from that point instead of starting from the point I need money I need a job if you start from the point what do I want my life to look like then you can start saying okay now what are the steps I need to take to get that to happen and, and that's the problem I think a lot of people are in this mindset where they're like oh I just have to get a job I have to make money. I have to do, you know, and, and they don't stop and say, oh, well, what do I want my life to look like? And and that's kind of where I kind of started from was I was like, well, what do I want my life to look like? What are the values I have? What are my priorities? What do I want to be able to do with my money? And I sat down and really thought about it. I thought, well, I value freedom and flexibility. I want to be able to go to lunch with my friends during the week. I want to be able to uh, take trips and go on adventures with my son. I want to be able to give to charity. I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to have money to do that, to give to causes I believe in. And I want to be able to volunteer in my community. I want my life to be filled with passion and with purpose. And, um, I did this by kind of making, it's called a life map and you kind of put, you know, like, what's your main thing? What do you want your life to look like in the center? And you kind of go off from that. Like, what are the things that are going to make this happen? What are the priorities and what are the things that I need to cut out of my life to make this happen? Um, and, and that's kind of the starting point. Like, what do I want my life to look like? What are the steps I need to take? And so when I looked at this, I was like, well, um, You know, I I want these things. I want this freedom. I want this flexibility. What can I do to make that happen? And freelance writing presented itself. I'm a writer. I have a journalism degree. Uh, So I was like, well, if I if I freelance, then I can set my schedule. That gives me flexibility to do things that I want to do during the day. It gives me the flexibility to when my son is on spring break. I can be on spring break, too. And we can go travel together. So starting with what do I want my life to look like and then take a look at, okay, well, what are the things that are keeping me from that? Uh, What do I need to do to overcome the things that are keeping me from that? And then kind of moving forward, if that makes sense.
0: It does. And I think that that's – when you lay it out like that, it makes all the sense in the world and it sounds ridiculous that you do it the opposite way, but – I'd say the vast majority, ninety-five percent of us, are doing it the other way. They say, "Okay, I need to find a job so I can have income, and then I'll try to create a life that I want based on these parameters." It's almost like we're we're also accustomed to when we're uh, consuming healthcare, we go to our health insurance company and they tell us how we should be using healthcare versus trying to figure out what the best course of action is and then going and getting the money from the insurance company. I think we're maybe just conditioned to look at it the wrong way as opposed to the way you've just described it, which makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah. So, okay. So people just need to take a step back and they need to ask themselves, what do I really value? What do I want my days to look like? And then based on that sort of back into a way to be making money back into a career,
1: yeah, yeah, and, you know, kind of looking at, okay, well, you know, some people are like, well, uh, I know I know, folks, and, and you do too, I'm sure, that, uh, you know, they start their side hustle because they want to break out of their regular job, right. and, you know, before you start a side hustle, before you get in there, before you think that more money is the option, I really do think, and you need to say, okay, if I start this side hustle, what will it change about my life, hmm. and will actually get me closer to what I'm looking for, now, if I start the side hustle, Do I have it in a plan to eventually replace my job, my day job with the side hustles? Am I planning to grow it? Because you know, um, if you're planning on doing a side hustle, if you're planning to start a business, if you're planning to do any of these things to replace your day job, it's going to take a lot of time and energy. And you really have to be realistic about that and say, okay, what are my goals for this? Because. Once I start doing this, it's going to take more time out of what I'm doing. I'll be working even more than I am right now. And do I have a plan to grow my business to the point where, yes, I can quit the day job and now I have the flexibility, I have the revenue stream, I have the income? And however you decide to do that, whether it's investing, whether it's starting a business, whether it's doing a side hustle, it's going to take time. And you really need to look at that and say, okay, I mean, I did it opposite. So I live in the opposite world. Um, I I finished – like everybody, everybody I know, everybody in, in my community, everybody who does this is like, I have a real job. I started a side hustle. The side hustle became my real job. Now I live the life I want. So I did it opposite. I was like, well, I want to stay home. I want to have flexibility. What do I need to do to make that happen? And so instead of going out and getting a job, I – Sat at home, um, used my ex's student, my ex and I used our student loans to like help supplement our income. Perfect. Yeah. Super great. Did it totally wrong and opposite, but you know, it worked for us in the end and, and said, well, you know, uh, you know, both of us, my ex at the time, like he thought it was valuable for me to stay home with our young son. He was, you know, a toddler at the time and he thought it was valuable for me to stay home. I wanted to stay home. I wanted the freedom and flexibility. So we said, well, what do we need to do to make this happen? And, you know, taking out Uh, student loans for four semesters helped make sure that we had that baseline to pay the rent. And I said, okay, now what do I need to do to make sure that I'm growing my freelance business as quickly as possible? I did. I dug in and I scheduled out my day and I put in the work. I said, okay, these are the things I need to do. And, you know, within within a year, I was making enough money to live on for our family and there was you know and and so you know the student loan rates at that time because i'm old <laughs> the student loan rates <laughs> at that time were were less than 3% right. so it was it was reasonable for us to make that trade off and say okay student loans are cheap we're going to be able to afford the payments when we get done we'll be able to get rid of it and this small 3% loan is going to be able to help us establish the lifestyle we want down the road. So kind of looking. So so I did. I kind of did it backward. Um, a lot of people now are like already in jobs they hate. They want to figure out how to get out of the job. So that's when you kind of have to stay, take a step back and say, OK, what do I want my life to look like? What are the steps I need to do to get it from how, what it looks like now to what I want it to look like later? How long is it going to take and how much extra work am I going to have to put in between now and, say, two years from now so that I can quit my job my day job and, and then, you know, kind of move forward using my money how I want.
0: Put the plan together and then execute. I like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds really simple, but you you know, once, once humans get in there, it's hard.
0: (laughs) That's, that's a hundred percent right. Like now that I'm working for myself, it's awful because my boss is the worst. So. Right. That is how that goes a lot of the time. Okay. Well, let's, let's just assume that people have the self-discipline necessary to, uh, to actually follow through and and take the steps. But I I think you've laid out the mindset that, that if people are interested in this, if they see this as an attractive thing, that these are the steps you really need to be taking. So today I, I, I know that you've but now you've been successful you've been doing this for i think you said 10 years
1: more than 10 years
0: more, yeah. more than 10 years
1: more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um using money as a tool to buy more time how do you yes. how, how do you think and and, and utilize that concept
1: Yeah, so I'm a big fan of like outsourcing. And we talk about it a lot in terms of business, like when you're building your business, like, oh, you should outsource these tasks, these tasks that aren't going to help you. And, and that'll help you focus on your business. And I think it's great because I do myself, I I outsource my own podcast production uh, for my podcast, the Money Tree Investing Podcast shameless plug. Um so <laughs> I outsource the podcast production for that. Um and not having to spend 2 or 3 hours editing my podcast means that I have 2 or 3 out ad- hours to look for sponsors, to market the podcast, to do all the things that actually make it money. And so that helps. And that kind of actually helps me leverage my time better and be more profitable in the long run, even though I'm paying somebody else to do these things. The same as, uh, you know, with social media, uh, posting some of those other mundane tasks that we talk about, whether you automate them, you know, a lot of people automate webinars or they w- automate their sales funnels, things like that. Um, are very important. But what a lot of people don't think about doing is outsourcing their lives. And I do this, too. I, you know, I, I take I take it. I take it, you know, not just from the business level, but outsourcing your life. So uh, I pay somebody to come in and clean my house once a week. And, you know, this is a task that takes you about two hours to do. Well, it takes me about two hours to do at my house. And it was something that my son and I used to do on Saturdays. It was like, let's clean the house day. And we. <laughs> And so, and I was like, I hate doing this. Right. I feel like I'm wasting all this time. So I hired somebody and believe me, I got a lot of, I live in a community where people are like, well, if you can do it yourself, you shouldn't pay someone else to do it. And so, but I did, I started paying somebody else. I live in a community where, um, you know, it's relatively inexpensive so I can afford to do it once a week. And, and here's the thing. So So it's two hours to clean the house. Now, somebody else does it. And with those two hours, I take one hour and I do work. So I do something that makes me money. So what I do makes me five times the amount I am paying the person that cleans my house. So rather than spending an hour cleaning my house and making no money, I pay somebody to take that hour and clean that house. And I make five times the money. So... (laughs) So, so, so there's that. So it's two hours to clean the house. I spend one hour doing something that'll make me five times what I'm paying the person who's cleaning my house anyway. And then I spend the next hour doing what I want. I spend the next hour doing something with my son, doing something relaxing for me, like reading or going for a walk or going to the gym or, you know, you know, and like I said, or just hanging out with my son, whatever whatever. you feel like doing, whatever I feel like doing. (laughs) So... So I've used my money. I've bought time. I've bought time that I can use to make even more money, right. and I still have extra time left over to do what I want. And you know, similar too. I mean, I I use I use one of those grocery delivery services. I've tried them all: Blue Apron, De- De- Hello Fresh, whatever, Sun Basket, whatever. Sure. <laughs> so, so I've used these services and, you know, people are like, well, why do you pay for that? I'm like, well, I don't have to plan my meals and I don't have to do the grocery shopping. I have, you know, I have dairy delivery. I live a mile from a dairy. They deliver my milk, cheese, eggs, bread, all that stuff that gets delivered. And then I get like my produce and my entrees delivered um, and my meal plan delivered from someplace else. Do I pay for it? Yes. Does that free up a couple hours a week yes it does and once again i can use that time to like make more money and to spend time with my son to spend time going to the spa whatever so so i like to outsource aspects of my life that i don't enjoy and then And then turn around and use that time to be more profitable, but also use that time to do things that I want to do. And when you figure out how to do that, when you find um, a, you know, when you find that balance, you can say, all right, I'm going to figure out how much time I can save by doing this. I'm going to spend one hour making more money. And then the second hour is free. I can do whatever I want with it. And it's a way that you get more time in your life. And you end up making more money over the long haul. So, yeah, so I'm a big fan of like outsourcing. I'm a big fan of using money to buy time. Uh, We've heard it before. You could always make more money, but you can't make more time. Time is the more, yeah, time is the more valuable resource. Time is the more valuable thing. And so I like to use, if I can, my money to buy extra time. And if you, if you, schedule it out properly then you'll actually be more profitable um you know we always talk about strengths and weaknesses and a lot of the time you know we always hear oh well let's work on your weaknesses so you become strong in them now all you're doing is (laughs) wasting your time on things you don't want to do things that are mundane and things that you suck at
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think that's so true Yeah, yeah
1: outsource the weaknesses to somebody else yeah and then spend time on your strengths because those strengths are what's gonna make you money. They're gonna make, they're what's going to bring you, you know, more value and enhancement to your life. So, you know, focus on leveraging your strengths and outsource your weaknesses. And then you end up with more time and more money and less annoyance.
0: There you go. At the end of the day, there's only 50 or so Saturdays a year. So what would you rather be doing? Cleaning toilets or hanging out doing something fun? So.
1: Exactly.
0: Well, Miranda, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Oh, my gosh. No, no actually, I think, I think what I said last is, is probably one of the things to focus on. Uh, you know, my difference-making tip is to stop trying to turn your weaknesses into strengths and focus on leveraging what you're already good at and just focus on that you know outsource those weaknesses leverage your strengths
0: well I love it that is great stuff that definitely gets a come on come on Miranda thank you so much for coming on where can savage nation learn more about you where can they find the podcast
1: yeah. Head on over to MoneyTreePodcast.com. That's the Money Tree Investing Podcast at MoneyTreePodcast.com. You can also find me at PlantingMoneySeeds.com, my blog, Planting Money Seeds. So uh, head on over there to com, And then, uh, you know, I'm on, I'm on the Twitter and the Facebook. So uh, you can find me on Facebook at com slash PlantingMoneySeeds. And then on Twitter at M. markwit.
0: Fantastic. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Miranda your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Check out the podcast, check out the blog, follow her on Twitter, Facebook, all things that are the interweb. Uh, Thank you again, Miranda.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review.